What's good guys, Ross Potter here and this is the RP Coaching Podcast where we'll talk about training, nutrition, mindset and everything in between. Created with you in mind, this podcast aims to educate and help you to tick those boxes daily. If you do enjoy the content, show me a little love, subscribe and share. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to episode number two and a warm welcome to everybody joining us for the first time. It's good to have you guys here. So today's episode, we're going to talk about happiness and problems and how the two are linked. And I'm not talking about happiness that comes from finding a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow or watching a little fluffy bunny run around on some green grass. What I'm talking about is happiness that comes from solving problems. Now, problems are a constant in life, whether we like it or not. And I'll give you an example. When you solve your health problems by joining a gym, you then find a problem in getting up early, finding the determination to go, sweating, showering, so you don't turn up for work smelling. Um, another example, you buy a new car, and then you find the problem that you've got to pay for the insurance, the MOT, the tax, the congestion charge. The list is endless. And we all face problems, but it's how we deal with them that ultimately defines our characters. Um, now, problems never stop, and they often are, I guess, upgraded or exchanged. And there then lies the main point of this episode. Happiness comes from solving problems. We need to face up to our problems. We need to look at them. We need to hit them hard. And we need to try and solve them. What we don't want to do is avoid them. Because you really can't find true happiness in buying a new pair of trainers, buying a new car, or adding even an extension to your house. Um, you, you can't find it in a book, reading a book. You can't find it with a new idea or even a job. And I'm not just talking about happiness. I'm talking about finding true happiness. It's particularly noticeable in the fitness world. And it's a conversation that I have time and time again with my clients. And that is the fact that you cannot solve problems with short-term highs. Now, an example being, I spend two weeks with a new client called Donna. Now, for all you delicate souls out there, before I give you this example, don't take to social media about how nasty I am and that I'm naming and shaming. No, I'm not. I'm just using Donna as an example. She isn't a client of mine, and I have no idea who she is. So if you are listening out there, Donna, <clears throat> I'm sorry for using you as an example. But... Donna turns up after two weeks with me as her one-to-one -one coach. And as always, as she's warming up, I ask her how the week has been. She says, yep, it's been okay. I've struggled with the diet because when I make the kids dinner, I always pick. And on Wednesday, I had a really bad day at work. So I drank half a bottle of red wine to help me unwind when I got home. And then I woke up Thursday. I felt awful, decided I need to get back into routine. Be kind to myself and remember that it's a journey, not just a quick fix. I'm sure 
many of you listening can relate to that example or one of the situations in that example. And it's a prime example of how chasing highs leads to a life of denial and failure or perhaps failure to reach goals. Now, Donna gave in to temptation by eating leftovers. She chased the quick high of relaxation by drinking. And then she found comfort in denial by telling herself she was in it for the journey. So I asked Donna, was she happy with her decisions? And you guessed it. She felt really let down. She felt she'd let me down as well. Now, what should Donna have done in this situation? Well, <clears throat> what Donna should have done was find time to prep her meals so she didn't have to snack on the leftovers from the kids' dinner. She should have talked through with her partner why her day was so bad and perhaps journal her feelings and emotions, gone out for a long walk to clear her headspace even. And finally, she should have told herself that she had committed to getting fit and that was her goal and that would allow her to reach true happiness. So what I'm saying is, before you commit to solving your problems, just make sure there isn't a better option first. Because happiness is a constant work in progress. And it's a constant work in progress because solving problems is a constant work in progress. And I've noticed that so many people don't actually accept the problems they have. They either feel like they're a victim or they live in denial. So the victim approach, some choose to believe there is nothing they can do to solve their problems and in doing so, blame others. It makes them feel better in the short term, but leads to a life of despair, anger, and helplessness. People that blame others for their problems, and they, they, they do this for one simple reason. It's so easy to blame someone else. We've all done it. And why would you blame yourself and put yourself through that pain and suffering if you can just throw that and dump that on someone else? It's a real quick rush and it makes us feel better. And then on the other side, we have denial. And those people that deny their problems exist um, because it makes them feel good in the short term. But the big problem with denial is problems build up and it leads them down a road of insecurity and depression, knowing that they have problems that they do not want to admit or face up to. <clears throat> Now, for many seeking the quick fix to problems, um, it's, it's one of those short-lived things, and living for the moment is especially apparent in the self-help world, where peddling highs to people is acceptable rather than solving the problem at heart. Many self-help gurus teach you new forms of denial, and excite you with these new exercises and new activities that ultimately make you feel good in the short term, but continue to ignore the underlying issue. You might find that you pay £100 for a therapy session. And in that therapy session, you're told you're great, you should be kind to yourself, and you leave really quite upbeat. You feel amazing, you feel like the day is yours. But in this real soft-ass society, where 
anything we say can be taken as offensive, what really needs to happen in those sessions is tough love. Tough love really is what we need. We need to get out of the, the cycle of the cotton wool, the bubble wrap, and the feeling sorry for ourselves. We need to face our fears, face our problems, and for want of a better word, just man the fuck up. Now, living off these highs causes nothing but an addiction. An addiction to the rush and the adrenaline that the short-term highs bring. Now, the issue lies then when that moment comes to face the problem you've been hiding from, and that really is when the shit hits the fan. Which I said before at the start, we need to look at our problems. We cannot hide. We need to hit them head on. So I guess wrapping this up, true happiness is when you finally accept that you have problems, but you find happiness in solving them. Sometimes the problems are really, really simple, like visiting a new holiday destination or perhaps trying a new food. And sometimes problems are complicated, like developing trust in a relationship or trying to make amends for something you've done previously. But either way, if you can solve the problem, then you will find your happiness. And on that note, guys, I'm wrapping up episode two. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe and stay tuned for episode number three.